Hello and welcome to From the Trenches, a Business Examiner Newsgroup podcast. My name is John McDonald. This episode's special guest is the chairman and president of Acera Insurance. He covers the details behind the exciting merger between Capri, CMW, and Rogers Insurance, which has resulted in this new Acera brand. We also explore industry trends in BC, advice for businesses looking to scale, and much more. Our conversation starts now. Hi, I'm uh, Andrew Kemp. I'm the uh, president and chairman of Acera Insurance. Awesome, Andrew. Really appreciate you making some time uh, today. And uh, the reason uh, for this interview, there's a really big announcement uh, that's come out the past uh, week or so here, um, a merger between Capri CMW and Rogers Insurance to form this new company, Acera. Um, and I'm wondering if you can just give me a little bit of the backstory about how this uh, this merger came to be. Sure. Um, both uh, Rogers and Capri CMW are, are members of a network and have been uh, involved in this network called Canadian Broker uh, Network and have been involved in it for the last 20 years. So we've been partners in that and working together in our industry, uh, scaling and merging and combining to build scale has become quite common and uh, there's, there's certainly a need for it. So it was kind of an obvious choice. We've been talking about it for a number of years and. Uh, just before COVID started, we started to get serious about it. But uh, through COVID, it got a little bit more difficult to negotiate uh, these kind of mergers and so slowed us down. But um, we were able to complete it a few weeks ago. And uh, we're very pleased to be to join our forces and be one. It's, it's kind of a natural fit because uh, you know our business is more dominate, dominant in the British Columbia region. They're more dominant in the uh, Alberta region. And together, it makes us the, a very significant force in in insurance and uh, benefits in Western Canada. One of the things that stuck out in your response here is just you talked about the need for scale. Can you elaborate on that a little bit as to why there there is a need uh, for it? Yeah, a bunch of things that businesses are facing. A lot of, a lot of similar businesses are facing. We have more regulation in our business, uh, so it, 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 it's more it's more cost to manage that. We have uh, a need for more technology in our business. Our business needs big investment in technology. And uh, our suppliers are, are looking to reduce the number of, of ways they distribute their products. So the insurance companies are, are, are tending to um, narrow their focus and, and limit how they distribute. So you need scale to have market access. So it's really those three th- major things. And then in terms of the, this approach for growth, like the merger, did you look at other approaches? Again, you know, I'm coming from a media background, not insurance, so not knowing if you can just add a new office. You know what I mean? Like, why go this route instead? Um, well, it, it, it's quick. It's very quick. And instantly, we take uh, two 500 people firms and make them a, a thousand. So it's it's quick. Um, we're both we were both employee owned firms, so it made it easier. You know, yes, we looked at all different methods. We studied all the different ways of of, of building scale. Uh, you know, but it take it takes investment and it takes finding people and 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 talent is really in a lot of businesses and especially in the insurance business right now, talent is rare. And, uh, you know, by, by combining two businesses, it's sort of, it's like an acquiring a big acquisition of talent, right? So it kind of makes sense. Awesome. And then from a customer impact perspective, does this kind of, does this give your existing clients in BC kind of access to more products, better pricing, that kind of stuff or? Yeah. And I'd love to say pricing, but I don't think that's really going to change the insurers set the pricing but it gives us access to more locations, so more 
more scalar and, and more opportunity to be serviced in different different cities, different towns, different provinces, because most businesses are expanding. They're not just in one town and one city. Uh, it gives us more expertise. So we have, you know, we'll have deeper uh, expertise in, in different segments of business that we didn't have before because we're just increasing our size. And so, you know, we have more, more experience. So it gives, gives our clients a benefit that way. Jumping into a little bit about just kind of the insurance uh, market in British Columbia, I'm wondering if if there's anything that pops out to you in terms of trends that you're noticing. One of the things we see a lot of, for instance, is a heavy focus on cybersecurity. Um, there's been a lot of news about that, but anything that kind of speaks uh, comes to mind, uh, kind of a top one or two issues you're you're seeing from your clients. There's, that's amazing. There's all kinds of issues. I mean, insurance was usually if you went to a party and you mentioned you're in the insurance business, people kind of you know put you in the corner. But it becomes a very topical thing. You know, the first thing people are concerned about lately over the last two or three years has been a lot of increase in pricing. So, you know, especially in certain segments like condominiums, uh, have seen it. A lot of business insurance. The insurance uh, business runs in cycles. And we've just come coming out of what we call a hard market. So insurance companies have been reducing their their, their terms, increasing their deductibles, increasing their rates, and, 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 and doing it uh, quite quite at a, at, a, at a quick pace so it's been hard on the consumer all over uh, of insurance over the last couple of years and the fact that we were going through a pandemic didn't help so delivering these messages weren't as easy as they as it was before so you know pricing is a big issue i think climate change if you talk to an insurance company like we're an insurance broker if you talk to an insurance company their number one issue would be climate change and you know like last year I heard for the first time I heard of what AR was, which is now instead of accounts receivable and running a business, it's atmospheric river condition, right? So we have these new climate terms, right? And in the inter- in the interior, we have this uh, massive issue of, of, of wildfire, and in our business, um, it, it becomes very difficult to place insurance in the summertime. So for your listeners, one of the things that I would would be really worth understanding is that. Uh, well, the way the insurance companies run their, their their coverage and ability to bind is if there's a forest fire, typically it averages about within 50 kilometers of where the insurance needs to be placed, they won't place it. So you, you can't actually buy insurance if a forest fire is close by, which it makes sense. But if you happen to be buying a house that day or buying a business that day and the bank wants insurance, you can't. So... Anybody who's doing anything in July or August in the interior uh, relative to that needs to be very conscious of that fact. So we, we encourage our customers to, to move away, have their renewal dates, remove away from that day to be very, and have their insurance all lined up well in advance um, because that forest fire, uh, if there happens to be one, which there is, if you draw a circle around every forest fire, typically in the province, there isn't much area in the summer that isn't covered by that 50 kilometer area, unfortunately. So that would be a, that'd be a big trend, and you know you mentioned cyber. Like cyber is the is the new buzzword, and and, and you know it's a, it's a big issue. We we came out four or five years ago with you know offering these coverages to our customers. What's the trend now is that the insurance industry has done so poorly with its products. Like the loss ratio last year was over five hundred percent. The 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 requirements to keep cyber insurance are quite onerous. So it's not, it's the, the, the ability is not, it's not about getting it. It's about keeping it. Yeah. That's very, very helpful. I love that, that July, August window too. That's there's some actionable information there. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to cover there. I haven't asked you about kind of the merger announcement. I was going to jump into some kind of personal background questions. 
there? Do you have anything you wanted to, anything I didn't ask you you wanted to cover? No, I think it's uh, exciting news. Uh, you know, our number one proposition is, is, is the fact that we have 350 employee owners and that really in, in, a, in, a, in a war, in a, in a market that's very hard to get talent and keep talent, having that is, is our secret sauce. One of the things it does for our, our, um, our customers is it's consistency. Many professional service firms have a lot of turnover and the, you, know, you have to train your new professional on your business every year. Uh, our business, we don't have turnover like that. And we have consistent, uh, you know, the client service people that have been with us for 20, 30, 40 years because it's the right place to be. And it makes sense for them to be owners of the company. So that's our, that's my plug. That's our big yeah. differentiator. And, uh, and that's what makes a difference about Caprice, uh, Sarah. I want to say Caprice CMW because I've been saying it for so long, but it's <laughs> two weeks long, two weeks hey, old. It's so. all good. So I went, if, if I could press you on that, for one second, was the employee ownership approach something that was there before you got there? Or was that something you were involved in transitioning the business to? Uh, no, it's been it's been our roots uh, of both businesses for many years. So it's why one of the reasons we, we have, there was other members of CBN, but one of the reasons we got together is we both have the same philosophy of employee ownership. Okay, tremendous. Appreciate that. Um, I'm wondering if you can give me a, a just kind of a background of your of yourself, right? I've I've kind of gone through what's there on LinkedIn, but kind of if you can give me the the high level view of the steps that took you from beginning a career to where you are now. Yeah, I started in, I started in the insurance business a long, long time ago, and uh, I was able to work with an international firm uh, called Aon and uh, get fantastic training there. I worked on probably every major account. Uh, in British Columbia, and it was a great learning thing. I, I spent 20 years doing that and uh, enjoyed the time, but it ultimately wasn't uh, the right place for me and uh, moved on uh, and had the opportunity to, to go to CMW, which was a, a merger of Capri CMW. When we ta- talked five years ago, you were asking me about the merger of Capri CMW. So joined uh, CMW in 2004 and became the president of that and bought, bought into it. Uh, at the time, it was about a 35 person smaller insurance broker focused in Burnaby. We grew that to about 100 employees and then merged that with the Capri Insurance, which is well known in the interior, uh, became Capri CMW. We were four or 500 employees and, and, and it merged for scale there in 2017. And, um, and now we're sitting here today uh, with 1,000 employees and, um, and a new name. <laughs> Tremendous. Um, when I ask you a little bit, uh, just from you know, you've, you've talked to me about this journey. Is there anything that you've picked up along the way that you pass on to other business owners or business business leaders about leadership style? Um, could be a management approach thing that that you don't hear too often, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll make a comment that you know I think it's really important that people have good advisors around them and and and, and people that are um, able to you know to, to be, that you're able to share. Uh, problems with and share ideas with and get input. I, I'm involved in an organization called Tech, and I have been for 10 plus years. And I think that's, a, and there are others, but it's a great association to get input and, and help you with your business. It's, you know, a very good business association. So, uh, you know, generally, my, my I've tried to boil it down to one, one sort of bit of advice or one thing is to be able to adapt, right? Our businesses and, and reinvent yourself. Our business is, is as much as insurance and looks like it, it's um, been the same for many years. It, it, is, it changes very quick. And so does business, right? Okay. Awesome. Appreciate that. And the last uh, one here before we jump into the, the final blip here is just advice 
or maybe the thought process for businesses looking to scale? And you've kind of talked about looking the shared values, the employee ownership similarities between the two companies, but are there some other things that you're looking at to prepare yourself for this merger a couple of years back? Um, you know, I, I would just say you got to do it. For, if your business needs scale, uh, if you're not doing it, someone else is. And, and, and our, the business, it's kind of eaten or beaten, right? It's, uh, and I think that's happening to a lot of businesses, um, you know, that have similar forces that are, you know, you know, private equity, lots of other businesses that help facilitating this sort of push to, to, to large. And um, you got you got to move fast. Love it. Anything I did not cover you wanted to, you wanted to mention? No, I, I would just, uh, if you know, any customers or, 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 or consumers of insurance are looking or listening on this, um, just giving insurance time because, you know, it, 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 our business is just getting more and more complicated and, and it takes time uh, to get um, the insurance and the right insurance. So just giving us uh, the right time to do the job for you uh, when you need it. Okay, awesome. Uh, we'll finish up here with four uh, quick questions we ask each interviewee. The first is a favorite book could be fiction, nonfiction. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many good books, but one I've always enjoyed and always give, enjoy giving our people is uh, who moved my cheese. Who moved my cheese. Yes. Awesome. I love the title. I have not heard of that one. I know. I know. I know you're going to, you thought I was going to say something like good to great or <laughs> one of the great business books, but I just, I, I like to be a contrarian. So who yeah. moves my cheese. Is, I love is it. A great book. Yeah. First time hearing that on, on here before, uh, favorite app cannot use email or Microsoft office. Yeah, no, I know. I, I uh, have a funny one. It's my parking app pay by phone. So, you know, I just, I'm parking everywhere. Sometimes I put, you know, three or four and not have to, not to have to have change. And it. it's the greatest thing ever. Such a convenience. Love it. Uh, best personal advice that you've received. Uh, just to take a chance and, uh, and, and invest in your own business which I did a number of years ago. And then last one here, favorite restaurant in BC. Um, it's, I can know oh, that's a bit of a wide run. You can narrow it down to the Okanagan if that helps. Well, I think the deck of the El Dorado Hotel and the restaurant there, there's no better place. So uh, I think the, the El Dorado on the deck there and the restaurant is the best place to be, certainly in the summer in Kelowna. Thanks for stopping by From the Trenches, the Business Examiner podcast. 